be to Amen. Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. By the grace of God, this morning, uh, I apologize, I don't have Bible stuff on the screen. Um, came back from Arkansas late, and um, God didn't give me any word to preach this morning until about less than half an hour. And sometimes it happens that way. Even in Arkansas, I think I was telling Stafumi it was about an hour when she was going to pick me up at the hotel that God told me what to say. And we thank God for what he did in Arkansas yesterday. Uh, we thank God for what he will do this morning also. But by God's grace this morning, he has asked me to come and share with you what you can see in the book of Mark. Mark chapter 2 verses 1 to 5. Can we all open our Bibles to the book of Mark? Mark uh, is one of the Gospels in the New Testament. We have Matthew, Mark. Mark is the second book in the New Testament. Mark chapter 2. And I'm going to be reading the Amplified Version from verses 1, verses 1, verses 1 to 5. Mark chapter 2 from verses 1 to 5. The Bible says, Jesus returned to Capernaum. And a few days later, the news went out that he was at home. So many people gathered together that there was no longer room for them, not even near the door. And Jesus was discussing with them the word of God. Then they came, bringing to him a paralyzed man who was being carried by four men. When they were unable to get to him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above Jesus. And when they had dug out an opening, they let down the mat on which the paralyzed man was lying. Verses 5. Bible says, When Jesus saw their active faith springing from confidence in him, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Ladies and gentlemen, this morning, this morning by the grace of God, the last day in the month of October, 2021. Today is October 31st, 2021. I will be speaking to you on the topic, Helpers of Destiny. Helpers of Destiny. Helpers of Destiny. Helpers of Destiny. I'd like to also read another scripture. 2 Samuel. 2 Samuel is in the Old Testament. 2 Samuel is in the Old Testament. 2 Samuel chapter 21. The book of 2 Samuel chapter 21 from verses 15 to 17. 2 Samuel is in the Old Testament. I will be reading the chapter 21 and verses 15, 16, and 17. 2 Samuel chapter 21 verses 15 to 17 says, Now the Philistines were at war again with Israel. David went down with his servants, and as they fought, as they fought against the Philistines, David became weary. Then Ishbi Benob, who was among the descendants of the giants, the weight of whose spear was 300 shekels, that is like six pounds, wow, six pounds of bronze, was harmed with a new sword and he intended to kill David. Verse 17. But Abishai, the son of Zeruah, came to David's aid and struck and killed the Philistine. Then David's men swore to him. You shall not go out again with us to battle, so that you do not extinguish the lamp of Israel. Helpers of destiny. Here we have two accounts, two stories that talks about the first one, Jesus being 
a character in that scene. People gathering around Jesus. Jesus teaching the word of God. The Bible says that wherever the word of God is, that there is power. The Bible says that he sent his word and he heals them and delivered them from their destruction. Jesus is the word himself. But helpers of destiny can be physical, they can be spiritual. Helpers of destiny can be far from you. They can be close to you. The proximity, they can have proximity, you can have proximity towards them. Now, Jesus was not just the one who was the character in the first story we read in Mark chapter 2, from verses 1 to 5. We had a man who was sick, a man who is paralyzed. He was paralyzed. That man had no way to see how he can go to meet the world, to see how he can assess his healing. Today, a lot of us are going through things in our lives. We are in some condition, some state of life, that there is no way we can assess God. There is no way we can assess healing. However, there were four men. Four men who defied all odds. Four men that were reliable. Four men that God used because God has said that he will heal that man that day. But God will not come down from heaven to do whatever he will do. He will use people. He will use things. This man was helpless. Are you helpless today concerning some things in your life? You want something so badly, but there is nothing you can do. You have prayed and prayed. You have fasted. You've done everything you can do, but help is not coming forth. You need a destiny helper. You need a divine helper. These men, there was no, the Bible says that they could not even go close to the door because people were littered everywhere. There was so much people surrounding just to listen to Jesus. And then they did the unthinkable. How far will you go to assess your maker? How far will you go to seek Jesus? Even when you are unable to do so. When we are weak, we need someone who will help us. You can't do it all. You can't have it all. There's no way you can say that you are so gifted and skilled that you can do it all. Me being the pastor doesn't mean that I'm superhuman. I'm just a human being like you. In fact, a lot of you, all of you, are even far better than myself. I cannot pastor a church without people. Do you know that there's no way a vision can be how great you can have a vision without people you cannot bring that vision to pass this paralyzed man had that vision of him receiving his healing but because he was paralyzed he needed people who would help him people who would brace the hearts and when Jesus saw that the confidence that they had in him by going that extra mile God healed them divine helpers is what you and I need this season. This season that we have, this period that we are going into a new year, ending this year, 2021, we all need helpers of destiny to locate us, to help us, to push us beyond where our own strength can go to, to help us to arrive at the desire of our heart, to achieve the desire of our heart. 
The second story that we looked at in 2 Samuel chapter 21, verses 15 to 17. I'm doing just a summary because it's going to be brief. We just have a few minutes left to close. Second uh, Samuel 21 talked about the life of David, King David. As powerful as David was. As powerful as David was. The Bible says that during battle, David was weary. At a point in your life, you will be weary. At a point in your life, you can go broke. At a point in your life, you might not be able to do something or the other. And you need people. You need someone or something that can push you, that can help you achieve that thing. You need someone that can save you. The Bible said that David had people who were able to save him from getting killed. And I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, the people you have surrounding you matters. This man that they broke, this paralyzed man that they broke the roof to see Jesus, imagine if he had people who were not of good hearts. People who cannot stand by him. People who will not go extra mile for him. What would have been his fate? Imagine David not training people. The Bible says that when David was running a task from Saul, from being killed by Saul, that people who were non-entities, people who had nothing, came to meet David. They were full of depths. Their lives were just rubbish. But they came to meet David in cave Adullam. And through David, God made those people become mighty. That's why the Bible referred to them as the mighty men of David. Now, when David was weary, it was the same people that God has used David to train that saved David from getting killed. I don't know who are your friends. Maybe there are people who are always envious of your success. I don't know, maybe there are people who do not want to, have never wished you well. You know, there are friends who come as friends, but they are actually not friends. But they just pretend as friends. Do your friends get envious of your success in life, your achievements in life? I don't know if those are the people that surround you. What kind of advice do you get from your friends? Because if you don't have people like these four men that help the paralyzed man to meet with Jesus, the solution to his problem, then I'm sorry. You will remain with the problem. Maybe you don't know that there are some people who want you to still be in their clique because all of you will share the same struggle and frustration. There are some people who, when they hear that you are married or you want to get married, they will be angry. Do you know why? You will no longer be a spinster or a bachelor or whatever else they call it. You will not be married. So they will be unhappy. Why? Because you are leaving their clique. You got a job, they don't have a job, they're unhappy. They smile at you. They come to your baby shower, but they're not happy. You got promoted at work, they don't like it because they are not promoted. If those are the people you have around you, then that's a sad thing. Who do you know? Who are you connected to? That the day that you need help, they can come to your rescue. So divine helpers can be physical. Divine helper can be spiritual. They can be far away from you. They can be near, close to you. Now, do you know that it is God himself 
that put these people into our lives. It is God himself that orchestrates events. It is God that makes sure. The Bible says concerning David in 2 Samuel chapter 21, that we read in verses 17, he says that they told him, David, you cannot go out against so that was. You do not quench, you do not extinguish the lamp of Israel. David was their joy. David was their lamp. Meaning he was their visionary. David was their king. He was everything to them. They were not ready to lose David. Who will go extra mile to make sure that you don't make mistakes? To make sure that things go well for you. Who? Who? It is God that put these people in our lives. Sometimes we make mistakes by thinking that those people are our God. We think that those people are our source. And then we replace them with God. No. 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 Don't ever see your helper of destiny as your God. That would be big error. Fatal error. Don't ever replace them with God. Don't ever see them as your source. Don't depend on them, so to say. But see God using them for you. See God orchestrating events to happen. Because they are not your source. So you must not worship them. Don't see your pastor as your source or God. See God using your pastor for you. Because when you and I experience help, what happens to us? What is considered impossible becomes possible. That man got his healing. David was protected. So if it's the enlightenment you want, you receive it. If it's the elevation you want, you receive it. If it's some change you want in life, you receive it. The book of Psalms chapter 41. Psalms chapter 41 verses 1 to 2. Psalms is in the Old Testament. Psalms chapter 41 from verses 1 to 2. The Bible says, Blessed, meaning by God's grace and compassion, is he who considers the helpless. The Lord will save him in the day of trouble. So God himself positions those people who will consider the helpless. Now, the benefit to it is that those who offer help to people, God ensures that he also saves them. So, as you are thinking of a divine helper, an helper of destiny for yourself, God can also use you to be a helper of destiny. So, you cannot help people in vain. And whatever you sow, you reap. Whatever you sow, you reap. I can't go to Arkansas. I don't know anybody in Arkansas. But God use someone there to bring people together. So that person is considered a helper. And God is saying that I can, I will, not just I can, I will also consider that person when a person needs help. I don't know anyone in Austin. But some people know people in Austin. And God is the one that used them to bring people together in Austin. And God is saying that because you are also helping, I can also and I will consider you on the day that you are helpless. So it is through God's grace. It is through God's grace that we consider the helpless. So don't see your helper as your God and don't think that you are helping people in vain. God is the one that is our source. That is why you must always pray for your airpods of destiny. 
You must always pray for your destiny helper. If something had happened to David, then the lamp of Israel would have been extinguished. Imagine those four men that took that paralyzed man to Jesus. Imagine if something had happened to one of them. How would they, they have been able to go through that length, climbing the roof? Do you imagine what it would take for them to open the roof? And then put that man down to see Jesus. So you today, you must always pray. Nothing must happen. Nothing bad must happen to your help of destiny. Nothing bad. Imagine if something bad happens to your pastor. People don't know that they need to be praying for their pastor. They don't know. They think that, okay, the pastor will just come pray for us and that's it. But they don't even watch after their pastor. They don't watch after their pastor. You need to always pray from their, for your helper of destiny. In the book of Romans chapter 16, verses 3. Romans chapter 16, verses 3. Paul the apostle received help for some people. And he was grateful for their help. In Romans 16, verses 3, he said, Great Priscilla, or Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their own necks, endangering their very lives for my life. To them, not only do I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Also, greet the church that meets in their house. Greet my beloved, Ephanatus, who is the first convert to Christ from the West Coast province of Asia. Greet Mary, and so on and so forth. So, people risk their lives, endanger their lives for Apostle Paul because they knew that Apostle Paul was someone that God has orchestrated as their help. And Paul remembered them. So, you must always pray for your destiny helper. You must always be there for your destiny helper. Some of us, our parents are our destiny helper. Some of us is our spouse. Some of us, it could be a co-worker. It could be someone that you don't even know. If anything bad happens to that person, that's why someone will say, oh, I would have gotten that job, but that person got fired just before he signed my appointment letter. I would have been able to get this in life if not because the person that should have helped me, something bad happened to them. Pray for your divine helper. Another thing you need to know is that you need to know that concerning destiny helper, helpers of destiny, whichever way you want to call it, you need to know that it is important, very pertinent, very imperative for you to always pray that God will connect you to them. Not only should you pray for your destiny helper, you also need God to connect you to them. And how do I know? The book of Esther. Esther is also in the Old Testament. Esther chapter 6. The Bible says in Esther chapter 6, you can find Esther in the Old Testament. Esther is before Job, after Nehemiah. Esther chapter 6. The Bible says from verses 1 to 13. Esther chapter 6 from verses 1 to 13 says, On that night, the king could not sleep. So he ordered that the book of records and memorable deeds, the chronicles, be brought and they were read before the king. It was found written there how Mordecai had reported that Big Tana and Teresh, two of the king's inner who were doorkeepers, had planned to attack King Aceros. 
The king said, What honor or distinction has been given Mordecai for this? Then the king's servant who attended him said, Nothing has been done for him. So the king said, Who is in the court? Now Aman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace to ask the king about hanging Mordecai on the gallows which he had prepared for him. The king's servant said to him, Look, Aman is standing in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. So Aman came in. And the king said to him, What is to be done for the man who the, whom the king desires to honor? Now Aman thought to himself, Whom the king desires to honor more than me? So Aman said to the king, For the man whom the king desires to honor, let a royal robe be brought which the king has worn, and the horse on which the king has ridden, and on whose head a royal crown has been placed, and let the robe and the horse be handed over to one of the king's most noble officials. Let him dress the man whom the king delights to honor in the royal robe, and lead him on horseback through the open square of the city and proclaim before him, this is what shall be done for the man whom the king desires to honor. In verse 10, he says, Then the king said to him, Quickly take the royal robe and the horse, as you have said, and do this for Mordecai, the Jew, who is sitting at the king's gate. Leave out nothing of all that you have said. So Aman took the royal robe and the horse and dressed Mordecai and led him on us back through the open square of the city, proclaiming before him, this is what shall be done for the man whom the king desires to honor. Then Mordecai returned to the king's gate, but Aman hurried to his own house, mourning and with his head covered in sorrow. Then Aman told Jer- and so on and so forth. Can you see that God elevated Mordecai? Mordecai was going to be punished by this man called Aman. But because Mordecai had done something great before, remember where we read in Psalms chapter 41 verses 2, that when you help people, when you too need help, God will consider you. So Mordecai had helped and someday God caused the king to remember that people who did this thing, who helped has anything good be done? Have they been rewarded? Now, the same person that had been planning evil for Mordecai, Amen, was the same person that God used, honor to him, to honor, to bring honor to Mordecai. Can you see how God works, orchestrating events? Help us of destiny that where they should bring you dishonor, God will turn it around and it will become honor. Where they want to bring you down, God will turn it around and things work for you. The same pit that they dug for you, it is your own enemy that will fall into it. Divine helpers, divine helpers. Don't just pray for your destiny helper. You also need God to connect you to your divine helpers. You need God to cause your divine helpers to remember you. The king remembered Mordecai. So today, make sure that you are always praying that God will cause your divine helpers to remember you. Psalms, 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 1. 1 Samuel, the book of 1 Samuel is also in the Old Testament, chapter 18, verses 1. The Bible says, when David had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was born dead to the soul of David, and Jonathan loves him as himself. When you go to chapter 20 of 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 20, and you read from verses 35 to 42. 1 Samuel chapter 
20 from verses 35 and you read to verses 42. The Bible says, In the morning, Jonathan went out to the field for meeting with David. And a young boy was with him. And he said to this boy, Run, please find the arrows which I am about to shoot. As the boy ran, he shot an arrow past him. When the boy came to the place where Jonathan had shot the arrow, Jonathan called to him, Is the arrow not beyond you? And Jonathan called out after the boy, Hurry, be quick, do not stay. So Jonathan's boy picked up the arrow and came back to his master. But the boy was not aware of anything. Only Jonathan and David knew about the matter. Jonathan gave his weapons to this boy and said to him, Go, take them to the city. As soon as the boy was gone, David got up from the south side beside a mound of stones and fell off his face to the ground in submission and respect and bowed three times. Then they kissed one another and wept together. But David wept more. Jonathan told David, Go in safety, inasmuch as we have sworn to each other in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord shall be between me and you, and between my descendants and, your, and yours forever. Then he stood and left, while Jonathan left into the city. The story here was that the father of Jonathan was King Saul. The same King Saul who wanted to kill David. But as we read earlier on in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 1, the Bible says that, And Jonathan loved David. Your helper of destiny must love you. That anywhere I am, let me receive love. They just see my name. People who don't know me, let them love me. I am at my job. Let everyone love me. Let the system work for me. The, imagine when your own father wants to kill somebody and yet you are working against your father to help a friend that you love that you're not related with. And they make covenants. That was what, the whole story we read. You need God to send your helper of destiny to you. You need God to connect you to your own helper of destiny. You need God to help you so that your own helper of destiny can remember you. Another man called Elisha, Prophet Elisha, connected with Prophet Elijah. There was this connection that happened in 1 Kings chapter 19. The Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 21, it says, So Elisha left him and went back. Then he took a pair of oxen and sacrificed them and boiled their meat with the implements of the oxen as fuel and gave meat to the people and they ate. Then he stood and followed Elijah and served him. Elisha, before he became great, had to serve Elijah. That was a connection that he needed. Elijah was the divine helper to Elisha. I have had people who fathered me too. People who mentored me spiritually. That is part of who I am today. Even though they are not my source, God is my source. But I am where I am today because God used those people to father me, to mentor me. The same thing happened to Elisha. Imagine how great God made Elisha. But Elisha did not become great without prophet Elijah. Who is your own Elijah? I know my own Elijah. God connected me to them. That's why I am where I am today. Who is your own? You need God to connect you to your divine helper. And you need God to also cause your divine helpers to also remember you. The story of Jeremiah in chapter 38, because of time I don't want to read it. Jeremiah chapter 38 verses 1 to 13. The Bible says that Jeremiah, because he was doing the work of God, he was doing the work of God, they decided to punish him. The princes of the city, like senators, out of congress members, secretaries of the cabinet, they all stood up and said, hey, we are going to punish this man because of what he's saying. And because the president, the king, feared them. He feared them. And so he decided to honor their request. And the Bible said they threw Jeremiah into a well. 
But thank God the way I know what I was just mud, and Jeremiah sunk into that mud. But there was a man in the Bible that went back to the king and told the king that you can't do this to Jeremiah. And the king said, hey, go get him out. And that was how they saved Jeremiah. Who is your own helper that will stand for you anytime there is problem? That will stand for you anytime that you need help? Who is your own helper of destiny? God can connect you to them. The Bible says, finally, in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 9, I want us to open to it. 2 Samuel chapter 9 from verses 1. Or we are only reading verses 1. 2 Samuel chapter 9 verses 1. The Bible says, And David said, Is there anyone left of the house, the family of Saul, to whom I may show kindness for Jonathan's sake? David was now remembering his covenant with Jonathan. That same Jonathan that helped me. When his father wanted to kill me. But this time around, he had become king. He now said, hey, who is left in the house of Jonathan? In the house of Saul. Just because of Jonathan, my friend, so I can help them. And that's why God used him to help Mephibosheth. We'll do this some another day by the grace of God. Mephibosheth was somebody who was crippled. Even though he was a prince, but he was not among princes. He was not living the life of a prince. He was in Lodebar. It was in Lodebar. May God send you your own purpose of destiny. May God connect you to your own purpose of destiny in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Ruth chapter 2 from verses 15 to 16. Ruth chapter 2 from verses 15 to 16. The Bible talked about Boaz and Ruth. Ruth had lost her husband. Everything was down for Ruth. Ruth was not in any good way. Because she was already a widow. But God connected her to Boaz. Boaz was wealthy. Boaz became a kinsman. And and Ruth became married. Who is your own helper? To Ruth, Boaz was a helper of destiny. Who is your own helper of destiny in your marital life? In your finances, at your job, for your career, for your finances, for whatever it is. You need to pray for them. Even though you don't know them or you know them. Destiny helper is destiny helper. And when you know some of them, always pray for them. Not only must you pray for them only, you ought to also pray that God will connect you to your divine helpers. Not only should God connect you to your divine helpers, you need to pray that your divine helpers will remember you. That's one of the things you need to pray. And don't forget that divine helpers can be spiritual or physical. They can be very far and they can be near to you. Divine helpers are important in our lives because it is God who placed them around us in our midst to make things happen to us. And it is not that they are our source. So don't worship them. Don't see them as your source. But see them as people that God is using for you. And see only God as your source. This morning you want to bow your heads and begin to reflect over what we have said so far about divine helpers. Do you need more one right now concerning your life? I don't know what you are thinking. I don't know what you are going through. But I need helpers of destiny. I need people that God will use to help me. I don't know about you, but I need. So if you are like me, who is trusting God to send people who are far and people who are near 
to send people that I need spiritually and physically, to send people that I need financially, to send people that I need concerning my health, to send people that I need maritally, to send people that I need in all the areas of my life as helpers. We want to tell God and say, God, in the name of Jesus, keep my divine helpers. Don't let evil happen to them. You want to tell him and say, God, protect all my divine helpers. Protect my divine helpers. Let no evil before them. Guide them. Be with them. If your spouse is your divine helper, pray for your spouse. If your children, some of us, is our children that are divine helpers, we might not know now, but in the future you will know. Pray for your children. It could be your boss. It could be your supervisor. It could be your co-worker. It could be your pastor. It could be anybody. In all areas of your life. Your financial helper. Oh, your spiritual helper. Spiritual divine helper. Financial divine helper. Your divine helper concerning your career. Your divine helper concerning your ministry. Your divine helper concerning your finances. Your divine helper in your marital life, in your marriage, in your home. Concerning that project. Concerning that program you are involved in. All that you are, you are aspiring to. Ask God. God to protect your divine helper. Ask him to protect them. Nothing bad must happen to them. Nothing bad must happen to them. They protect their David. Tell God to protect your own David. Your own lamp. Your own lamp. Whoever is your own lamp. The lamp of your home. The lamp of your family. God protects. Protect my own lamp of Israel. David was the lamp of Israel. Father, protect my divine helpers. In the name of Jesus. Now begin to pray. Ask God. Ask God that he will connect you. Connect me to my helpers of destiny. Tell God to connect you. As I apply for different jobs, Father, connect me with my helper of destiny. As I go about my finances, help me connect me to my helper of destiny. Concerning that mortgage, concerning that house I want to buy, concerning that man I want to marry, concerning that woman I want to marry, concerning that child I want to have, Father, connect me, connect me to my helper of destiny. All the projects I want to involve in, all the programs I'm involving in, all my dealings, in all my dealings, connect me, connect me. Cause them to remember me. Talk to God. Tell God God, that you will connect you and cause your helpers to remember you. Father, let all my divine helpers remember me. Let all my divine helpers remember me. Come on, go ahead. Tell God that your helpers of destiny, they will remember you. That God will connect you to them and they will all remember you. In the name of Jesus, cause my divine helpers to remember me and let your name be glorified. Let your name be glorified. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to Jesus. We worship you, Lord. In Jesus mighty name we are praying can i hear an amen Amen. hallelujah father we thank you lord we worship you 